Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance, and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now, you can make those moments year-round with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa by our friends at Master Spas. And that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour. All right, news roundup and information overload hour. Toll-free on number this Friday is 800 941 Sean. if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, well, the showdown in Texas is very real. What's been pretty amazing is is watching all of these Republican governors offering not just words of support, but now many are sending razor wire. Some are going to deliver it personally and others uh, even offering some of their guard troops. Uh, we just had a report from Sarah Carter. I mean, she couldn't be more clear. There is not anybody that is working for homeland security or, or border security that wants any part of a showdown with te- the Texas National Guard. But Joe Biden has now painted himself into a corner. Ted Cruz uh, just spoke out about it. Here's what he said. Texas is right, and I'm proud to stand with our governor. I'm proud to stand with our state legislature. Joe Biden has created a crisis, and, and he has created what is an invasion of the state of Texas, and it's an invasion of the country. Under Biden, 9.6 million illegal immigrants have come into this country. This is deliberate. It is massive. And, and under federal law, it is the federal government's responsibility to stop this. But, but Joe Biden and the Washington Democrats are defying federal law. And so the state of Texas is stepping up and saying, we're going to defend ourselves. And, and, and Greg Abbott is exactly right that, that Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution gives states the authority, what Justice Scalia referred to as the sovereign rights of states, to protect themselves from an invasion. That's what Texas is doing. That is a clear, concise constitutional argument that is beyond valid. Uh, by the way, there's nothing in that Supreme Court decision that prevents Texas from putting up more razor wire or forces Texas to take down the brazer wire that they put up. But Joe Biden now, with this artificial deadline of today, is now creating a crisis. And Democrats now calling on Biden to seize control of the Texas National Guard. I mean, what is he trying to create here? A showdown in, in the middle of the border? A border that that is only porous and open? 
the opposite of what they've been telling us for three years. Oh, the border is closed. Oh, the border is uh, uh, secure. Oh, there's uh, there's no illegal immigrants coming across. I'm like, what is like 10 million since he's been president? Uh, anyway, joining us now is former presidential candidate in his own right. We didn't know him before, but I think everybody's pretty well, well aware of who he is now. Uh, for good or bad, I'm not really sure at times. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is with us. How are you, sir? Doing well, Sean. How are you? How are you? Uh, I never saw anybody love a fight more than me, and I think you might be right up there. You know, I, I am a fighter by nature, Sean, and what I want to do is to channel that towards the good of this country, which is what I tried to do of a year of running for U.S. president, and it's what I'm going to do in this entire next phase of my life. This country What's- allowed us to live an American dream that my parents would have never imagined. They came to this country as legal immigrants 40 years ago, and they had no money. And in a single generation, I've gone on to found multi-billion dollar companies. My wife is a successful throat surgeon, saving lives every day. It's what she's literally doing right now, raising our two sons. And so, yes, I feel it's my obligation to this country. I've always been a fighter. I've always been somebody who takes on the fights that need to be taken on, and I make a habit of winning. And I want to do channel that now for this country as well. And so I did not win this presidential race, but I hope we had a major positive impact in the last year. And the way I see it is we're just getting warmed up. And I think our country's best days can actually still be ahead of us. If we they can, but not if we elect this guy. Of course. I don't even I don't even think he knows today's Friday. And I've said that and I've been saying it for four or five years now and you know, only now people are finally getting it. I mean, when Van Jones says that the best advice he can offer Joe is to hide and let others speak for him, I think that pretty well sums up where we are. Let me ask you about this Texas showdown because I'm I'm giving a lot of attention to this. Uh, Joe Biden now being pressured by his own party to actually try to seize control of the Texas not willingly uh, going with Joe Biden's mandate. I I don't see federal border patrol officers troops. Uh, that are going to engage uh, in any type of conflict with fellow law enforcement. I don't see that happening. But he drew this line in the sand. Well, what's he going to do now? Well, look, I think, Sean, one of the things that has been misunderstood about this is they say that this is Texas defying the U.S. Supreme Court. That's incorrect. And so sometimes I like the idea of looking at these old things we call facts. OK, so the U.S. Supreme Court said that the U.S. government Unfortunately, the Supreme Court held that they can still defy Texas orders and cut holes in the barbed wire that Texas is putting up. That does not stop Texas from still being able to put up more of that barbed wire. So there's no constitutional crisis here. Texas is fully. Well, I'm not saying in a way I might disagree with you gently here because there is a constitutional crisis. If Joe Biden, who drew this line in the sand and laid out a deadline today. If Joe Biden then follows Democratic calls to seize control of the Texas National Guard, it is a constitutional crisis. Article four of our Constitution. That Biden does that. that, You and I think are saying the same thing in different ways. I think there's no constitutional violation of Texas still standing up, even after the Supreme Court came down, for Governor Abbott to say that we're going to continue to put down the razor wire on our southern border. I think there is nothing unconstitutional about that. And it's disgusting the arguments that people are making to claim that he's defying the Supreme Court, which he's not. Now- which he's not. And but let me be clear, because Article 4 of our Constitution says the federal government, quote, shall protect the states against invasion. Now, right. we had FBI luminaries, some of the top positions in the FBI, 
warning that it, in its modern history, the U.S. has never suffered an invasion of the homeland, and yet one is unfolding now. That's the top FBI. I mean, these are the people that were the head of counterintelligence and uh, counterterrorism. Now, let me finish with the Article 4. So when you have, what, ten up to 10 million illegal immigrants unvetted that Joe's allowed into the country, it makes it a federal crime to come here illegally. Biden has chosen not to enforce the laws of this country. And then if you look under Article 1, Section 10, states have a sovereign right to protect their own borders. That's why I was so angry at that Supreme Court decision. So I say a couple steps here need to be taken. One is I think an impeachment of Mayorkas is absolutely reasonable for failure to enforce the existing laws that are... Why, why Mayorkas when it's really the buck stops at the top? Isn't it Joe Biden's decision? The top, yeah, of course it is. But I would say that the clear case for Mayorkas not enforcing the case, that's already begun, so I favor that. And then as it relates to Biden, let's elect this guy out in the landslide. See, I think this is an opportunity, Sean, where you want to unite this country. we got to deliver a Reagan 1984-style landslide. Well, Donald Trump is now going in for his second term. I'm all in for that effort, as you know. After I dropped out, he has my full endorsement, and we're going to make sure he wins. But not just wins. Wins in a landslide, because now you even have the likes of John Fetterman, right, from the Democratic Party, acknowledging that we have a southern border crisis. You have people who have been centrists or independents, people far outside the Republican Party, acknowledging that 300,000 border crossings in the month of December is unacceptable, and a nation without borders is not a nation. I think it's a stretch to even say that we have a southern border right now. I don't believe that we do. And Americans, black or white, or for that matter, Sean, even red and many who are blue, agree with us on this. And so the right way to do this is, you know what? Abbott needs to continue to do what he's doing. The other governors standing with Abbott across this country are doing the right thing as well. Get Mayorkas. I think the impeachment proceedings are perfectly justified against him. And then let's elect Biden out in a landslide, which is exactly what's going to happen when Donald Trump repeats what Ronald Reagan did in 1984. That will unite this country. And on the other side of it, this has almost gotten so unthinkable that the pendulum has swung so far in one direction that we're going to reclaim this country on a scale that we haven't seen in modern elections. And I think that that's what this opportunity presents us. But, but Vake, look at the times we're living in. You know, there's a reason why the House uh, Judiciary Committee is looking into the weaponization of the Department of Justice and whether it's been politicized. And that includes the FBI. Uh, you know, look at these these states that don't even want Donald Trump's name on the ballot. Uh, look at these cases going back, you know, four years ago. And and they only bring charges the year before an election year, knowing that the trials will be held during an election year. Uh, what's going on in our country here, Vivek? Because all of this to me, uh, this this doesn't look like the country and uh, the constitutional republic that we revered growing up. Our founding fathers are rolling over in their graves right now, Sean. And one of the litmus tests that I use is if George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton and John Jay, if they're walking around right now in our country and in Washington, D.C., would they be proud of what they see or would they be appalled? I think right now they would be aghast with the multiple standards of justice we have in this country, depending on your political beliefs. That's not America. That's a distortion of it. The very people who claim to be concerned about threats to our democracy are indeed the ones who are the greatest threats to the democracy in our constitutional republic. But again, I come back to the fact that now Americans are seeing it. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I think most people understand that in this country. And I'm seeing, Sean, I'm going to parts of the country from the inner cities. I've been to the inner cities of Chicago to Philadelphia. I was in Manhattan last week. 
And what I'm seeing right now is a tidal wave of support that I haven't seen for a long time. I met doormen when I was in New York City, just uh, multiple people who was just the doorman of an apartment building we were visiting. They'll come over and say, pat me on the back and just kind of whisper in my ear to say, hey, I'm with you. And I'm with Trump now. And you know what? Don't tell anybody else, but I'm with you. Yet people who are taxi drivers, Uber drivers, saying the same thing. This didn't happen. I used to live in New York City 10, 15 years ago. This is a different place. And it's because people are seeing the effects that are actually affecting their own backyard. Illegal migrants converting their schools into encampments. Oh, they're stealing away soccer fields, baseball fields uh, from kids and their ability to, you know, have some space to, to, you know, see trees and grass and actually play, which, you know, is not exactly uh, abundant in, in New York. It's scary. All right. Quick break more with Vivek Ramaswamy and then your calls coming up now. What if it happens? God forbid somebody breaks into your home, wants to harm you and your family. Somebody breaks into your business. They want to harm you or your employees. What are your what are you going to do? What is your personal safety security plan? Now, for me, it has always been uh, self-defense training. And of course, my belief in the Second Amendment. And I've always had a pistol carry permit my entire adult life. Uh, but however, I'm always looking for new ways to update my security practices. And I got blown away by a new product. It's called Burner. And it is a non-lethal option that could protect you and your family. You know, if it's the right set of circumstances, you, you got to practice. You got to be prepared. It's not something you're going to figure out in the moment. But anyway, uh, these Burner launchers really work. They're legal in all 50 states. They don't require a background check. Uh, they've got their pistols. They've got their Mission 4 rifle. And if you own a shotgun, they have shotgun shells that are non-lethal, but will stop a perpetrator because those projectiles release two tear gases and also tear, uh, uh, I'm sorry, two pepper sprays and tear gas. It's amazing. And I want you to go to their website just to look at their videos because this will stop any perpetrator in their, their tracks, uh, protect you and your family. And it's a non-lethal option. You won't have the legal headaches that might ensue if, God forbid, you have to use lethal force. Anyway, go to their website. Look at their videos. They'll blow you away. They blew me away. It's Burner, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. And if you mention my name, you save 10%. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Check out those videos today. Get out of the media spin room while well, you've come to the right place. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, if so, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, a veteran-owned company, they know the silent majority's fed up. And by the way, I'm calling on those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who have always had your neighbors back, those of you that believe in pulling yourselves up by your bootstraps, those that realize a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join the masses who have fled their old wireless company for something better. The exact same cell towers, same 5G network, and you save a fortune with Pure Talk. Now, by the way, they offer all of this at about half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at only 20 bucks a month, yeah, the average family saving close to $1,000 a year for the exact same service. Now, our friends at Pure Talk, this veteran-owned company, it's simple to make the switch. They make it simple, fast, and easy. Dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now from our friends at Pure Talk. 
We continue with former uh, presidential candidate and now supporter of Donald Trump. Vivek Ramaswamy is with us. Uh, these are scary times. You know, I look at all the all the touting of Bidenomics and the media's distortion of it. Housing is unaffordable for half of people that rent in this country. We're learning that most young U.S. adults are financially dependent on their parents and many are moving back home because they can't afford to be on their own. And consumers are learning that the, the U.S. economy that they keep bragging about, well, just to make ends meet, you know, we have a very large percentage of the country, 60% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck, and a lot of those are, are, are going into credit card debt to basically pay for bare necessities. These are not easy times economically. You know what, people understand the mirage of the so-called Biden economics lie. Bottom line is prices are up, interest rates and mortgage rates are up, and wages have remained flat. Well, you know what? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that that leaves you worse off than you were four years ago. And so how do we do this? Unlock the supply of everything in this country. Unlock the supply of energy. Drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear energy. Get that oil and natural gas out from underneath our ground and sell it. We could buy down trillions of dollars of our national debt just that way. Increase the supply of labor. Sean, one of the hardest obstacles for most small businesses across this country is still finding people to fill those open staff positions. Well, you know what we need to do is stop paying people more money to stay at home instead of to go to work. That's a big part of how we fix this, too. Increase the supply of housing. We have these land use restrictions in our country. That's stopping new home construction. Regulations from the EPA coming from on high, also constraining new home construction. Increase the supply of housing. That brings down the cost of it. Reform the Federal Reserve. It's been a long time since we've had dollar stability as a mandate for the U.S. Fed. So these are basic changes we can make. I have full confidence that Donald Trump understands this. I ran for president because I do think it takes CEOs and takes outsiders to do this right. And so I'm going to do everything in my power, Sean. You have my word on that to make sure that we get this country back on track economically and beyond. And I know that. Well, let me ask you this, then. Thanks. I have about a minute left. What do you see yourself doing in the future? You've gone all in for President Trump. I assume you'll be on the campaign trail. What's next for Vivek Ramaswamy? Look, I was I was all in for him on the campaign trail last week. We were at multiple nights. We did rallies together in New Hampshire. And I'm going to be through the end of this year, through November of this year, my top focus is making sure we deliver not just a win, but a landslide, because that could unite this country. And after that, Sean, to tell you the truth, I haven't made any specific plan. All I know is this country has allowed us to live the American dream. And so this next phase of my life isn't about me anymore. Our family has been blessed. It's going to be about giving back to this country in whatever way we can. And whether that's in government or outside of government, there's a lot of ways to drive change. It's only been two weeks since I was a presidential candidate myself. And so we're going to take a small vacation, actually, in the next week of the family and collect ourselves a bit. And after that, you have my word that it's going to be whatever has maximal impact on this country. That's what I'm going to do. And if well, one of us does our part, I think we're going to revive this country. Uh, I have a funny feeling that if Trump wins in November, you're going to be receiving multiple phone calls and job offers. Uh, and by the way, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> Those jobs are brutal. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, sir, thank you. Uh, it was great to actually meet you in person in New Hampshire, and we appreciate you always coming on. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. 800 941 Sean on number. You want to be a part of the program. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is that that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Sean Hannity talks to the people involved in the top stories of the day, every day. Sean Hannity is on. All right, 25 to the top of the hour this Friday, 800-941-SEAN. Our number right to our busy phones, David, Wisconsin. David, how are you? Glad you called, sir. Good. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Well, I was just curious as to why you don't feel it's important that uh, Donald Trump debate uh, Nikki Haley on TV. Let me put myself in the position of being a campaign manager for both Nikki Haley and for Donald Trump. How would I look at the issue? Okay, Donald Trump won Iowa by more than double the former previous record in terms of percentage of the vote. He won by over 30 points. The previous high had been 12.8%, 1988, that was Bob Dole. Uh, In New Hampshire... He won by 12 points, double digits in a state that I would argue really would favor Nikki Haley, considering they have a high number of independents. And up till a period in October, Democrats can uh, switch their affiliation to either Republican or independent to vote in the Republican primary. Uh, So he wins by double digits there. Now he's going to go to Nevada. Nikki Haley's not competing there. Apparently, she didn't get the paperwork in on time. So he's going to win. That's a winner take all state. South Carolina is a winner take all state. The current real clear politics average, or at least the last time I looked, I haven't seen a poll since, uh, is 30.2%. That is Donald Trump's lead in Nikki Haley's home state. Donald Trump also has the support of the state's governor, the support of Lindsey Graham, the support of Senator Tim Scott, and most of the congressional delegation, including Nancy Mace, just this week. Uh, if you're up by 30 points, and I'm the campaign manager for Trump, uh, I'd say I wouldn't debate anybody. Why, why, why should you? At this point, they, they're believing that they're going to win this outright, especially after Super Tuesday. Now, if I'm Nikki Haley, I desperately want to debate uh, because there's only an upside for her and there's only a downside for Trump. 
So if you look at it from their perspectives, I understand how they're both thinking, and I don't think it's going to happen. I think for that moment to come, probably it would take Nikki Haley uh, winning a few of the primaries or caucuses uh, before Trump would agree to ever even consider it. I, I, I feel at this point in our country that we need to see these two candidates up on stage debating, Okay. Everything has gotten so extreme in our country. Uh, Nikki Haley's got a right to get up there and debate. We want to hear what Donald Trump is going to do. We don't want. We don't want to hear all this. Blah, but but you, you're hearing him every day. I mean, there's nobody that gets covered more than Donald J. Trump. I mean, you you are hearing what he's standing for. A lot of, I, look, a lot of what we're hearing is the election is stolen. Everything's a witch hunt. No, 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 no. We've done two an hour and a half. Uh, before New Iowa, New Hampshire, right here on this radio program. I did a town hall with them before Iowa. And I'm telling you, all we did was talk about other issues. No, we didn't really talk much about 2020. I can't even recall talking about it at all. Well, I, I think Nikki Haley has, I'm not a big Nikki Haley fan, but. you would, Listen, I hear, the, I hear your argument. I'm, I'm just giving you the objective arguments if you are their campaign manager. That's what you would want. If you're Nikki Haley, you want to debate. If you're Donald Trump's guy, why would you debate somebody that's down 30 points in the next state? And that'll that'll be four wins under his belt. He'll be four for four. At that point, Nikki Haley, I think, has to show that she has an ability to win before he should even consider debating. That's my take. But anyway, uh, I appreciate the call, David. Glad you're out there. Have a good weekend. Mark is in Oregon, uh, a Haley supporter. Uh, What's going on, Mark? How are you, sir? Hello. Hey, Sean. Thanks for the call. Let me talk. So, Yes, sir. What's going on? Well, I'm definitely a conservative. Always liked Trump's policies, most of them. But it just has the feel this year, kind of like 22, where we kind of had, you know, where it's like we're in the same echo chamber thinking that the, this red wave was going to happen. And, of course, we didn't realize the passion that the people that were for abortion had and people showed up out of the woodwork. And, and here we are with, with uh, another loss. And so uh, I just feel like... You know, the the abortion issue is still there. We don't know if, you know, that's going to be a big deal. But also, it seems like there's a uh, probably tens of millions of people who legitimately believe, because of the lies and everything's being told on the other side, that if Trump is elected, they have to come out and vote to save democracy, kind of like signing up, you know, for the service when you're in a world war or something. It just seems like the passion is there. Oh, there's definitely a very strong anti-Trump sentiment out there or never Trump. And then there's a strong pro-Trump sentiment out there. And I would assume they cancel each other out. Um, you know, look, um, my advice if Nikki Haley wants to stay in, uh, if I was down in the polls by 30 points going into my home state and not one state leader was supporting me or endorsing me, but endorsing my opponent, I think that especially knowing that Donald Trump will only be a one term president if elected, um, I probably would give a lot more consideration than I think she's giving and she's free to do whatever she wants. I don't call on candidates to to, to get out of races. That's up to them. Um, and I like Nikki Haley. There's a lot that I like about her. But, you know, I don't think she's as conservative as Donald Trump. Uh, that's my opinion. I think she was a good governor. Uh, and if I was her, I'd probably be looking down the road four years and and be thinking of, that she has a better shot then. That's my personal view. But, you know, we'll see over time. But I appreciate the call, my friend. Have a good weekend, Mark. 
Uh, look, 9-11 is more than a day in history. It's a day that is still taking lives. 9-11 illness uh, and related illness death is real. Many first responders have died since 9-11 because of that. And yet only two states, by the way, in this country have K-12 through grade mandates that require the teaching in every grade about America's darkest day and beyond. I have a whole generation of kids that know nothing about 9-11-01. That's why the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has their 9-11 Institute, and they're writing this wrong by helping teachers educate their kids K-12 through with nonfiction resources. Uh, they have full curriculum units for schools. Uh, they have their nonfiction first-person accounts told through videos and their Discovering Heroes uh, book series. They have a speaker's bureau for schools. Uh, a mobile exhibit, a tractor trailer, interactive museum, and then they have their Russell F. Siller Memorial Scholarships for the kids of program recipients. Anyway, the only way that they can provide this help is through your generosity. We hope you'll join all of us here at Team Hannity and commit to $11 a month. Go to the Tunnel to Towers website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. Uh, all right, let's get to our phones. Uh, Kim is in Florida. Hey, Kim, how are you? Glad you called. Thank you, Sean, so much for taking my call. Just really quick, I was not sure if, you know, all the great um, uh, stuff that Trump is doing and all the rallies and stuff, but what happens if we get in the same boat, you know, in the when we start voting in the whatever they, the stuff that was done last year or last um, voting season, how are we going to keep from that happening again and then we don't have a fair result? I don't know what to do. As Look, I personally, the, the, the only way we're ever going to change the system of voting, the only way is to elect Republicans that are open to, you know, voting in one day or, or maybe one weekend. Make Election Day a national holiday, paper ballots, uh, partisan observers watching the voting all day. When the polls close, watch all the vote counting that night. You declare a winner. That would include signature verification. Uh, voter ID that would include chain of custody controls, updated voter rolls, but those partisan observers matter. Um, but you can't have that unless and until Republicans win elections in states, and that's where it's got to change on the state level. Uh, and I would say to Republicans now, you, you better match Democratic efforts. They have embraced voting by mail, voting early, and they have embraced legal ballot harvesting. And while Republicans are pushing voting by mail and voting early, bank your vote, uh, I think they need to push it harder. And they've done nothing that I can see as it relates to legal ballot harvesting, which is, oh, somebody can go into a nursing home, pick up everybody's ballots, and then bring them to the polling place. Um, uh, what happens during that ride from the nursing home to the polling place is anybody's guess. Right, for sure. Well, I just, I just hope that we can get that straight before the next election. And that's what worries me a lot. But we'll keep pushing for Trump, you know, and hope that. Um, but thanks for everything y'all do. We really appreciate it. And I'm glad you're in Florida with us. So. Well, I appreciate it. I love uh, the free state of Florida. That's for sure. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, Simon in Michigan. Simon, you're next on the Sean Hannity Show. Happy Friday to you. Hi, Sean. Thanks for the opportunity to talk to you. I'll scratch this one off the bucket list. Hey, yes. I have a question. we got to expand your bucket list. Go ahead. <laughs> I have a question with regard to the border situation. Um, I just wanted to understand why yourself and, and other conservative outlets don't spend more time drawing attention directly to Joe Biden's second executive order he signed on the 20th of January 2021, 13986 which is focused on changing the census rules, right? 
all residents will be counted instead of just citizens, because that's why we are experiencing an invasion, in my opinion. Well, part of the invasion is, uh, as these FBI luminaries call it, uh, is happening because Joe refuses to enforce the law and he invited the people to come in and he eliminated the the stay in Mexico policy, uh, st- not only stopped building the wall, but actually cut holes in the wall so that people could get through uh, without any difficulty. Uh, and now this is all culminating in this showdown, you know, with law enforcement down at the Texas border in Eagle Pass. And uh, I got to be honest, I'm, I'm worried how this is going to turn out. Uh, I, I think he's he's put himself, painted himself into a corner, and I don't know how he's going to get his, himself out of it because he's now setting up law enforcement versus law enforcement. And if, if he follows through with the insanity that the left is recommending to seize control uh, of the Texas border and and basically calling on Biden to nationalize the Texas National Guard, uh, I, I don't see a good ending to this. I, 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 I just I just don't. And but that that's now the predicament he's created for himself, all because he wants that razor wire down so bad. And Texas, as we pointed out, constitutionally has a right to protect its borders against invasion. The word invasion used by these these 10 FBI agents in a letter urgently sent to Speaker Johnson and Chuck Schumer and, and many others. Well, we're we're using taxpayer dollars though too, Sean, to bus or air, you know late night aircraft rides to to move people into those cities. With- yeah, and if you and if you picked up somebody at the border and you drove them to another location, uh, guess what would likely happen to you? You would be arrested for human trafficking. Absolutely, that's sad. Anyway, I appreciate the call, Simon. You have a great weekend, buddy. Eight hundred nine four one Sean. If you want to be a part of the program. Uh, let's say hi to Jim in South Carolina. What's up, Jim? Looking forward to your primary. I believe it's on the 24th. That's correct. Uh, Sean, thanks for taking my call. I just want to talk real quick about the 230 rule. I think you probably know what that is. I do. That That is where media companies are subject to liable, but, quote, content providers or platform providers like Twitter and Facebook and all these other companies, they're not held to that same standard. Correct. So I supported Trump all through his presidency, but every night you get home, you turn on the news, and I guess I won't name the news organization, but they lied 24 by 7, outright lied. So by taking... Well, well, welcome to my world. It's a world full of liars, uh, conspiracy theorists, and, and people that claim to be journalists that are anything but journalists. <laughs> That's correct. So maybe your listeners can pressure your congressional representatives. We still have time. And if we can eliminate it, at least if they're going to talk about Trump, at least make it accurate and true. But that's that's all I wanted to call about was a 230 rule. You really can't. Well, media companies are liable. I mean, you know, now if you're a public figure, the bar is high. Like, for example, lies are told about me all the time. And I, there's nothing I can do because of Times versus Sullivan legally, I mean, it has to be so egregious. You know, I, I have to prove that there was an absence of any malice. And and that standard is almost impossible because now you're, you're trying to calculate what was the motivation behind somebody's lies about you. And I don't know how you do that. Uh, otherwise, I'd be suing a lot of people and a lot of networks. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, this issue of 230 for platforms like Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, Facebook. Yeah, it's a real issue. Uh, let's say hi to Jim in Oklahoma. Jim, you're next on the Sean Hannity Show. We have about a minute, but it's all yours. Go, sir. That's fine. I'll make it quick. First of all, thank you for everything you do. And I was just wondering, why can't we or have there anybody thought about it? You register with your thumbprint, and when you vote, you put your thumbprint on there because you'd have a signature and a thumbprint. I have no problem with that. I, I have no problem at all. Although then you have a national database issue and a constitutional issue. I think signature verification is probably good enough uh, on top of voter ID, which is a necessity that, you know, why don't liberals want voter ID? That's an interesting question, isn't it? Yes, it is. Anyway, I appreciate the call, my friend. Glad you're out there. All my, By the way, if you build that building down in Oklahoma, that's going to be pretty spectacular. Uh, that would be the tallest building in America. Not, not the tallest building in the world, though. Anyway, appreciate it. Since 1973, over 65 million aborted babies in the U.S. And anyway, I've always said abortion is a heart issue. And this is where science and the issue of the heart on the issue of abortion come together because of a group called Preborn. It's a ministry of people that actually believe in the sanctity of life. They are pro-life and they put their money where their mouth is and they offer to any expecting mom a free 4D ultrasound so they can introduce the mother to the miracle of of birth, that which is growing inside them. And it's amazing the results because when expecting moms hear heartbeats and they get to see facial features and, and sometimes even you know, can count fingers and toes. Uh, you see a woman that maybe was on the fence thinking about abortion. You know, the odds, you know, triple that they're going to choose life now. Science is literally helping expecting moms with that decision. They're changing hearts. The sound of a heartbeat changes a heart. A 4D image changes a heart. Now, unlike Planned Parenthood, they don't get a penny from the federal government. And they offer all these other services as well, free counseling. And by the way, if a baby's born and, and a, a mom, new mom needs baby formula, diapers, whatever, they're always there for them. Up to two years of assistance, free of charge, only because of your donation. People that are in the pro-life community, people that believe in the sanctity of life, and they have helped over a half a million women that were considering abortion and saved a lot of lives doing that. And a lot of babies were born because of them. Donate today. Go to their website. It's preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean. That's Sean, S-E-A-N. Exposing government waste and abuse of your liberties every day. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Showdown at the Texas border. We got Sarah Carter's down there. Former Governor Rick Perry will look at the constitutionality uh, of the Supreme Court decision. We'll talk to Greg Jarrett and Alan Dershowitz. Peter Navarro, sentenced this week, four months in prison. His first interview, uh, what? For contempt of Congress. Well, why didn't Eric Holder get that treatment? Or Lois Lerner or Hunter Biden? We'll talk to him about that. Emily Campagno, Mark Garagos, Laura Trump, all coming up. Best election coverage, best Texas showdown coverage. 9 Eastern tonight. Hannity, we'll see you tonight. Back here on Monday. Have a great weekend. Thank you for making this show possible. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.